Hey, my name is Nina Navazio, and you're listening to 91.3 FM WTSR in Trenton. I'm here with Jessica and Alex from Satellite Mode. What's up? Hey. Uh, thanks so much for being here today. Um, so let's hear about your EP, Robots vs. Party Girls. How did you like pick that title? Is there like some funny story behind it or... <laughs> You're pointing to Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we were in the studio uh, re- recording the songs, we, with our producer, we decided to take a new approach to the vocal delivery. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we just decided to give it more character and make sure that we were sending the message uh, in a way that would really engage a listener and get them to listen to the message that we're trying to relay. So what ended up happening, just it just sort of happened. We the one voice was a little more monotone, a little more robotic. Mm-hmm. The other voice that tend to come out was like a party girl. So <laughs> we did we did a lot of these vocal takes where like, you know, Sam, our producer, would be like, why don't you, can you just like throw your voice up really high? And it <laughs> started sounding like um like a like a college party, like a bunch of oh, a wow. bunch of people at a college party, <laughs> kind of like getting really excited, or like a bunch of minions, I guess, just like mm-hmm. screaming at the top of their lungs. Um, and then we would we would put these two voices together in a way that it sounded like robots versus party girls. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sam so, kind of like said it in the studio. He's like <laughs> robots versus party girls, and then we jokingly said, "Oh, that should be the EP name." Yeah. And we came up, we, we were going to do the title track. It was going to be quick now. And then we're like, or kill the choreography rather. And then we were like, should we kill the choreography, be it or robots? For, let's go with, let's go with robots versus party <laughs> yeah. girls. Let's, and, yeah, let's, why not go yeah. with robots versus party girls? That's super cool. So yeah, it's that juxtaposition between like the tech and like the outrageous partying, right? Um, yeah. So that's super interesting that you bring up click now. Um, Cause it does, it establishes like that electro rock sound. So like, how did you get that like soundscape behind it? What's the process of writing a song like that? Yeah. I mean, click now is funny because it started out, as like a voice memo, as most songs do between <laughs> Jess and I, and it was years old, and it's it was like kind of in our uh, let's 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 tackle this folder, and it really started out just like as an acoustic guitar and a vocal, and when we were making this album, uh, or this EP rather, the the blend between organic and electronic was like really on our mind. Previously, our music was like all what they call in the box. It was all like software synths and all like digital. Mm-hmm. And what we really try to do is try to get more like analog instruments, like drums and actual bass. And um, what if I used a synth that was a analog synth? And uh, I really focused on a Moog sound for this EP, like the Moog bass. It's, it's kind of made yeah. <clears throat> it's made its way on a lot of the tunes um in one way or the other and uh the kind of uh like drum drum machine overlaid with an actual drummer is actually something we we did a lot on this so it was kind of like an 808 type drum machine that maybe not as straightforward as an 808 but like something like that and then we actually had a drummer come in and like play the drums on top of the drum machine so it had this like really like organic but electronic sound as well So uh, that was like, those are, and then like, thirdly, we like to 
add sort of more like atmospheric sounds uh, on top of like the bass and the drum machine sound. And uh, we also use uh, analog sense for that. Um, and you can really hear it like the first, um, I'd say first like 20, 10, 10 to 20 seconds of um, kill the choreography, you'll really hear like what we're doing. We kind of like break it down. It starts out off with this like electronic tom fill, goes into the high atmospheric sound and then hits with the bass. And like that's sort of like the soundscape that we were um, aiming for for the CP. Wow. Yeah. So you mentioned Kill the Choreography, which is the next track, right? So mm -hmm. what what's the story behind that one, you know? Sure. Yeah, I guess Quick Now and Kill the Choreography kind of live in their own worlds. It was really a reaction to sort of like the digit digitization of society and what that meant to us. Uh, upon writing it, Jess and I sort of, we were on the road, uh, like living the real analog life. Uh, playing in front of people and meeting people and uh, seeing the whites of people's eyes. And we were having like a great time and it was hard and it was crazy. But when we got back, we kind of like realized like, this is like a lot different um, real life versus like being in New York city where like everyone's like kind of living through like Instagram and, and um, yeah. uh, Snapchat or whatever was going on at the time. And we kind of like thought it was kind of funny how like, people try <clears throat> to live their lives a certain way digitally where in real life, they're like it may not, it may not align. It may be a lot different. And then we sort of like extrapolated that out into this like sort of the dystopian future where like the robots or the algorithms are like what control your decision-making they're, they're control. They control like who your friends are allowed to be They control your thoughts and sort of what that means. So the choreography was sort of like, Hey, like wake up, you know, like send, you know, send real life messages out, like go into the world, go to the park, like go to a, now like go to a protest, you know, like go, mm -hmm. go out in the world. And it's kind of crazy because COVID happened and then like the world actually did turn completely yeah. digital. And it's yeah. kind of weirdly foreshadowed that like we're in this digital world now. You see like how fast, like something's trending on Twitter, like how fast like people react to it, how like the story of today is the biggest thing in the world, but it disappears instantly. So we're like kind of seeing, you know, the, the, the effects of like what a digital, completely digital society is like the zoom call, for instance, we're not in the studio with you. So spoilers. yeah, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> so it's sort of, um, it's sort of based around that, how like we wanted to capture the real, the real, the real life, like the analog instruments, um, and kind of juxtaposition it with, um, the digital, and almost like a cautionary tale, if you will. Wow. Yeah. It, and it's super interesting to think about like the digitization of society, no matter how hard that is to say. Um, <laughs> right. Like, especially now. Yeah. Cause we are, you know, doing a zoom call remotely as opposed to sitting in the studio together. So yeah. how has the pandemic influenced your music and your process? Has it changed at all? Is it still just voice memos back and forth? It's a little bit of voice memos back and forth. Uh, what we'll do often is, well, you know, Alex and I have a lot of demos that are in our Dropbox all the time. <laughs> um, so what we've been doing in the pandemic is revisiting those songs mm -hmm. and taking this time to, to really flush them out. Um, mm -hmm. Look at the lyrics, um, go back and forth with vocal recordings because I have a studio here, he has a studio there. Um, 
and kind of just do an email back and forth, very like postal service, um, you know, way of working. Right. So far it's working well for us. I think it'll definitely, um, influence the type of music that we put out next because it'll likely not be as analog as as these recordings on robots versus party girls but i think that's kind of cool because it'll be a sign of the times right yeah um and it's in a way you know we're looking at the bright side in a way uh having these four walls to create within like having these restrictions help us really hone in even more on what we want to make and how we want to make it. It kind of makes those decisions a little bit easier to make because you're, you're forced into some of them. Um, Cause there's so many different creative decisions to make. What do you want to say? How do you want this to sound? How do you want the levels to be? So um, at least for me, it, it makes it a little bit easier and in, in like a cool and unique way to work. Uh, but we are missing the live show. That is something that both of us got into this because we live for that. We live for that live performance. We live for seeing and meeting people Mm -hmm. um, and seeing how music can bring us all together. Uh, So that's definitely, I won't lie, definitely got me down (laughs) a bit, but but we're looking on the bright side and, and we're making new stuff. Wow. Yeah. That's a super interesting process. Um, we've seen a lot of yeah bands take different uh, uh, ways of approaching how to make music these days. Right. So that's super great that you both have studios and you can just go back and forth like that. That's a really interesting process. Um, so going back to the EP, the last track that we'll talk about dream American seems a little bit different than the other tracks. Um, it seems a little less electro and more almost like funk or something. Um, so I don't know if you wanted to touch on that, um, and how you got it to like blend so well with the other songs on the EP. Well, I mean, this, (laughs) I'll, I'll also let Alex weigh in on this because he, this song has had many there's been many versions of this song. Um, the song has had many lives. It has, it's had many different hooks. Um, wow. The message and the meaning behind it has always remained the same, but the groove has changed and the, the meat and potatoes have changed. <laughs> uh, like Alex said, I'm pretty sure when we first wrote it, it was like a sequencer or something. And then oh, we, took, we took out a guitar and started you know, fleshing it out that way. Um, but I, I do think the way we ended up with this hybrid of ideas is we sat down with Sam Cohen and, and we, <laughs> we tortured ourselves, I guess, <laughs> with like trying everything out, um, trying it with just a drum machine, trying it with the drummer on top of the drum machine, trying it with just the drummer. Um, Alex, I feel like you were very close to the synth work on this, so you should definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, start, it all started uh, with the synth uh, line at the beginning, and it kind of like drones throughout the whole song. Mm-hmm. And like that's one element that we really wanted to keep, but we, we, we switched it from a, a digital computer synth to the Moog, so it has like a more like rounder sound. Mm-hmm. And um, then from there, like Jess kind of d- did her thing on top of it. And it, t- it was like always supposed to be like a protest song, like sort of like, you know, wake up. Um, what does the American dream mean to you? What does it mean to somebody like somebody 
like like a dreamer we were like thinking from the perspective of like the dreamers um sort of like how the american dream is like kind of muddled and how it means different things to different people and how like the original OG, OG version isn't necessarily like what it means to everybody. And the, I think the, the funkiness, if you will, <laughs> uh, Sam's a funky dude. Like that's like the best <laughs> way I could kind of put that's, it. Like, like working, working with him in the studio. Um, I think our sound like inspired that to come out and we kind of just like dug into it and like, um, it kind of happened. Uh, I, I, at the time of this, we we were both listening to well, me a little more than Jess, but um, listening to like Nigerian Afro disco a lot, and like the, mm, it's kind of wow. like if you listen to some of their uh, some songs in, in that genre, mm -hmm. um, you'll see that it's like very funky, but it also has like kind of like a lot of synth synths going on, and it is like a very droney too. So we kind of like took some of that inspiration, like William Onyeye Bar and um artists like that so i would listen to those and see how you know how it how it may compare and maybe like play, you could play that song during this uh, show and we could compare it that'd be cool too but um anywho yeah that's sort of like this with a sound i mean it didn't fit it didn't fit like perfectly like a glove also because like justin and i wrote it like years before we wrote the other two kind of mm -hmm. like quick now we wrote but like we never really like finished dream american we had like we had it pretty much like there and just like took it to sam to like picture frame whereas like the other two we kind of like built it built them together from the ground up so they sound okay. a little more like uh the same wow yeah that's that's really cool i really like the title too how it's like uh, a play on the american dream obviously um, so I think that's like super awesome that you took different perspectives than like maybe the other songs on the EP. Um, mm -hmm. So out of all of the songs on the EP, which was your favorite to write and which is your favorite to play? I know Jess's answer. <laughs> are, we, are we doing, are we doing guess the other person's answer? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll guess Alex's. All right, go ahead. We'll have Alex go first. Tell us what know, you think Jessica's know. favorite. <laughs> I don't know if Alex knows his answer, though. Yeah, see, Jess is super good because she knows that I don't know. I don't think he knows. <laughs> um, what a cop-out. Oh, man, that's hard. I would say that Kill the Choreography might yeah. be Alex's favorite to yeah. write. Mm -hmm. And probably perform as well. <laughs> but it could be... But we really haven't had a chance to perform these songs. Yeah, so. we haven't done it yet, which is insane. We've done it, I don't know, maybe, no, not really. Yeah. No, we haven't. We, we were like ready to rip. We were so ready. <laughs> we were so ready. We were like sounding really good. We were like really pumped. We, and, um, and then Corona, and, you know, we're ready. This <laughs> happened. Yeah, then something happened and it stopped it all. <laughs> yeah, some random crazy thing that no one knows about happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, yeah. so Alex, what do you think Jessica's favorites are? So Jess's favorite song, I could confidently say, uh, unfortunately, isn't on the three that you're playing. It's called Your Lungs. But okay. you'll see you have to go to uh, Spotify or iTunes or YouTube mm -hmm. um, to listen to it. Um, so it's called Your Lungs. This one, I know... Uh, is Jess's favorite. Um, it's also like secretly mine because there's like <laughs> a lot of emotion there. Um, 
and I don't get to play the saxophone often and I got to play it. But I think the song, we're both like really proud of how like the actual song itself came out. It's that, that one's like less about the production and more about like, we're really pumped about the song. And we think like it was really special when, when we wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so there's that, that one. And then the favorite, Justin's favorite to perform live. Um, we were doing this like Donna Summer transition. Remember that Donna Summer transition yeah. between Click Now and Kill the Yard? I, I feel like you're having fun with that. So I'll say um, her favorite in, in, moment. In between the two songs. In, in between the two songs when she could, you know, play the synth and sing I Feel Love Like Donna Summer is what I think yeah. Jess would say. I just made that up, but we'll yeah. see. If that's I forgot enough. all about it. But. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's super cool. It's so great that you're so close that you can name each other's favorite songs to write and play, (laughs) you know? Wow. We will like secretly push them a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like see, like not so secretly. Really play. uh... (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So um, I guess my next question would be then like, what does college radio mean to you, to both of you, to the band, um, you know, the college radio circuit and especially now during the pandemic um, and, and different things, you know, what, what is it, what does it mean to you? How is it part of your story? Well, I think college radio um, for me, it brings like feelings of nostalgia. Cause I, I did some, journalism, some reporting on my kind of radio. And I felt super, I was not very good at it. I'm you know, still working on my reporter voice. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> That's college radio for you. Right. Um, but I think it's, it's super powerful. It's college, you know, and college people, college age people are super open and excited and, and ready to digest new ideas, new music, and they're the ones spreading the world, uh, the word and changing the world. So I think it's some of the most important radio stations in this country are college radio stations. Uh, so for me, it's, yeah, it's a tremendous outlet. And some of my favorite memories on, on tour, um, even before, before this band is, is visiting the college radio stations. And, and it's, it's a feeling of excitement to sit down at that hanging microphone and, and do your thing. You know, it's super intimate and you get to have conversations like these, which is, which is rare and, and super enjoyable for us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it completely. Um, so do you guys have any other projects in the works? Anything that you're excited about coming up, you know, soon or this year that you can share? Yeah, I mean, we're 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 probably going to release another single. Um, it, we think it's like a colder vibe song. We like do this weird weather thing like, <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, yeah, this song's a real cold, cold weather song. So this one's a warm. written in a snowstorm. That's why. Yeah. It was. But, this is a mo- yeah. This was like a very moderate temperature EP, so that's why we yeah. put it out in the spring. Yeah. Um, okay. But, yeah. This but, was sixty-five and sunny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was very you know like you have like a leather jacket on or like a jean jacket. This one's more like snow boots. Mm-hmm. So that's coming out. Um, and then we re- we recorded a lot of covers during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
good for any temperature really because they're covers and um we're we're probably gonna put them out soon um just because like we had some fun and it was like when quarantine happened and like it's not as much pressure because um it's like a cover and it's just like putting our sound and our spin on it um Mm -hmm. so we're not going to overthink it too much and we're going to put those out um and then yeah we're working on uh another ep uh hopefully we'll 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 put that out when the world opens back up and um yeah that's kind of what's on the roll that's kind of what's going on wow well you've got a lot of good stuff in the works um it sounds like a lot of cool stuff coming up cool tempted room temperature things all different temperatures um is there anything else you guys would like to plug like your instagram spotify anything like that yeah i think uh spotify uh itunes and youtube are like places you can find our music it's just satellite mode you just type it in you'll find it um instagram we uh we go on there from time to time um but yeah, I think the biggest thing is um, like we love like talking to people. So if you ever like DM us, we actually like talk to you and talk back and like we love it. Um, and yeah, keep an eye out for the new music and listen to it on repeat for before. Just keep repeating it. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for your time today, Alex and Jessica. Um, we really appreciate it here. Thanks for having us. Thanks. So listeners, be sure to tune in to WTSR 91.3 FM over the air online at WTSR.org or through the TuneIn app on October 2nd, 2020 for World College Radio Day to hear Satellite Mode and other great bands. This has been Nina Navazio for WTSR 91.3 FM, where we always remind you to open your mind.